Welcome back to The Herd Mentality with Deepak Chopra and Ray Comfort. We're playing for major cash prizes and a chance for eternal life. Gentlemen, can you please test your buzzers? Ray, you're first. That's axiomatic. Okay, it's working well. Deepak, your turn. These questions occur to human beings. Consciousness. Excellent. And we're away. Question one. What is the number one reason to become a religious leader? They can make a lot of money if they just stay true to the Bible. Correct. Question two. Using critical thinking, how can we know which God is real? Consciousness. Why is there universe? Why is there awareness? No, afraid not. Ray? We've got the real one. Hmm, good enough. Question three. Did Noah really build an ark and repopulate the world using a very shallow gene pool? Consciousness. There's a deeper consciousness. Incorrect. Ray? Oh, I think so. That'll do. Question four. What travels at the speed of light? Consciousness. The speed of light. And you're on the board, Deepak. Question five. Homosexuality is normal and people shouldn't be discriminated against for being who they are. Consciousness. Individual particles coming out of the so-called quantum vacuum. Not the answer I was looking for. Ray? No, absolutely wrong. Incorrect. No. Incorrect. Is that your final answer? No. Absolutely true. Correct. Well done to our contestants. Final score, four to one in Ray's favour. Perhaps Deepak can catch up on the next round called Using Homeopathy to Cure Ebola. Which make sense to a rational human being. Not at all. Gentlemen, see you after the break. Or an electrochemical impulse in your own neural networks. Welcome to the Herd Mentality Podcast, an eclectic non-weekly mix of atheistic, humanistic and scientific conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing, entertain you with some scintillating repartee. This is a listener-supported show and you can help boost quality and quantity at HerdMentalityPodcast.com and then click on support. Your contribution makes all the difference for the show and 10% of it goes to women in developing countries. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, found on Twitter, Facebook and Google+. And it's time to meet our guests. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Herd Mentality. Joining me on the electric Skype from the US, I've got Peter Bogosian himself. How are you, sir? I am excellent. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, you mentioned to me just off air before we started this that you have something of an Australian accent you'd like to embarrass yourself with. Well, I do. I've been... Well, first, I'm mystified why everybody over there speaks English so well. Well, we were colonized by the Japanese in World War Three. <laughs> it's, it's our third language here. But we have I know, a... It's all those... That mix of languages and then, you know, your English <laughs> is just really good. It's impressive. Well, thank you. But uh, let's hear your approximation of our English. Oh, I don't know if I should. I don't know. You, you really want me to? Yes. Okay. Got a block of meat kibitzing in my eyeballs, mateys. Oh, right. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Somebody who's not embarrassing. We're joined on the line by Steve Martin. How are you, sir? And a very good day to you. Very well indeed. Thank you. And it's uh, it's great to hear Peter's rendition of our Australian accent because it sounds very English to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's exactly the sort of accent you'd expect from somebody in Les Miserables or, or having stolen a loaf of bread. It was terrible, Pete. <laughs> I was in the, in the south of the United States many years ago, Georgia way, and uh, there they asked me if I had a New England accent. They thought I might have come from Boston. So, <laughs> Peter, you probably don't have to change your accent that much. 
<laughs> so, hey, all kidding aside, I would like to hear you guys do an American accent. Ooh. Uh, it's hard. Go ahead, <clears throat> go for it. The end of the world is nigh. Wow, that was actually pretty good. I know. That was pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> Do you want a Louisiana accent, a California accent, or a New yeah, York accent? Give, give me some, some American accent. Go ahead. So you guys put me on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. It's great to see you, Peter. Look forward to you coming over here. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so the word on the street is that Pete is coming to Australia. Yes, I am, mates. Coming on to Australia. Mm, I think you'll be stopped at customs if you try that on at the airport. <laughs> so, Steve, you are involved with the Sydney Atheists Group. I am indeed, Peter. No, I'm no. I'm <laughs> back to the Australian <laughs> accent. That's me. My name's Adam. I'm the guy who runs this, <laughs> this bombshell oh, of a show. <laughs> And you and I have been collaborating of sorts to try and get Pete over to Australia to do some anti-nonsense speaking. What's going on? Um, well, Adam, we, we've got a couple of uh, events on. The, <clears throat> our first one, Peter's giving a talk from faith to reason, how to create atheists. And that's going to be a very, very, very big event for us. We're expecting a, a very big uh, audience and it's just going to be absolutely fascinating. And that'll be on the third floor of Castle Ray Boutique Hotel in the city of Sydney. It's a lovely venue. It's on the third floor. Very convenient for people because they can come by train, by bus, almost by ferry. Our second event is probably a little bit more controversial. For Peter's going to be talking about de-radicalizing extremists. Mm. It's such a, an important topic in this particular day and age, and it can be a very delicate topic. Look, it's, it's something that everybody can learn from. And what you're seeing in the press these days is situations where 14, 16, 17-year-old children are becoming radicalized. And there's a lot of work to be done by not just the general community, but more specifically, the parents of those children. Now, Peter's bent is going to be a little bit different because Peter's coming from a non-belief view, whereas the parents of these children are often of a religious nature, but certainly not extreme. It's a delicate path because Peter's view, and, and of course your view and, and my view, is that, well, all of it is, is fantasy, or, or all religion is fantasy. And there's a fine line between, and it's probably finer for some people than others, but it's a fine line between religion and religious fanaticism. Peter's talk, De-Radicalising Extremists, is going to be at Stratton's Hotel, so it'll be a different venue. Have you got a date? Peter's second talk will be Friday the 10th of July at Stratton's Hotel, and that's on the second floor. Mm, now, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it for the first one. I'll be an international man of mystery. But uh, after Pete's second talk in Sydney, we're doing a live recording of this very podcast, and uh, I'd like you both to turn up if you could. It could be good fun. So that's a, Absolutely. The, <laughs> the 11th of July at the Royal Hotel on Blacksland Road in Ryde. We'll be doing some damage there. So guys, come along, and if you can, flick me an email, please, adam at herdmentalitypodcast.com to RSVP. So Pete, what are you looking forward to most about Australia? Australia. Meeting people, seeing things, probably meeting people. I'm looking forward to that the most. Uh, seeing things. Uh, I'm going to see a Tasmanian devil. Uh, <laughs> You'd be the only one. <laughs> oh no, that's the Tasmanian tiger. That's the one that's extinct. I'm really looking forward to just meeting as many people and having some really good conversations and seeing things. I've really, I've always wanted to go to Australia mm. and I'm truly from the bottom of my heart so grateful for 
everybody who's sponsoring my talks and for the Dawkins Foundation for all the support they've given me. So I'm just genuinely looking forward to meeting people. Conversations is what you're all about. For We probably jumped in a little too quickly into the interview because many people who listen to the show, they, they might be vaguely aware of what you do, but your specialty, Peter, is epistemology, so the study of knowledge. How do you know what you think you know? Yeah, and that's the tour. Epistemology is basically the study of knowledge or how one knows what one thinks one knows. Everybody has a conception of knowledge or things that they think are true, and I'm genuinely curious about why people believe what they do. And so I like to talk to people about that and, and then see if those ways that they come to knowledge can be relied upon to get one to the truth. Steve, you have access to the calendar. Where can people go to find out Peter's appearance dates throughout Australia? Adam, probably the, the easiest thing to do is to log on to trybooking.com and at that site they can type in Peter Bogosian and they'll find pretty much all of the events are listed on Try Booking one way or another. Our first event is trybooking.com forward slash HJVF. Just to repeat, trybooking.com forward slash HJVF. And the events that Peter is going to, of course, include Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, Launceston, Perth, Canberra, and Newcastle. So he's doing a very, very comprehensive tour. Mm, all over the place, like a suicide bomber's T-shirt. We're looking forward to it, Pete. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to say that I, in particular, I'd like to encourage people who don't agree with my conclusions or my book or, well, my forthcoming app. I don't want this to be a love fest where everybody sits around and talks about we all agree about how we know. Hopefully, we can have some people who have other ways of knowing and they can tell us what those ways of knowing are. And then we can see if those ways of knowing can be relied upon to get one to the truth. So, you know, if, if, for example, you're listening to this and you're really certain that your superstition is true or can be relied upon to get one to the truth, I would really like to know how you know that. So maybe you can come and share that with us and we can talk about that. Well, just to have a tryout for this event, this upcoming tour, I've got Deepak Chopra on the line. Are you there, Deepak? So I'm not here to convince you that you should believe in anything. No, I made that up. <laughs> That'll get cut. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Hello? Yeah, Peter, how do you know what you think you know? <laughs> Gentlemen, anything else to add before we shuffle along? Well, I'd like to add a few things. So I have, in addition to the talks that are coming up in Australia, hopefully my app will be out by then. It's at atheos-app.com, and it's a comprehensive tool to have conversations with believers to make those conversations more productive, to help believers become more thoughtful and less dogmatic about what they believe. And so it's a counter-apologetics training app of sorts. I wouldn't use that language necessarily. It's being sponsored by the Dawkins Foundation. Instead of looking at it in terms of winning an argument – I'd like to look at it in terms of an intervention, a way to intervene in, in the way that people come to knowledge, to just be more thoughtful about their beliefs. And look, as I've said before, we, you and I have spoken about this, it's always possible that someone knows something that I don't know. And if that's the case, I want to know what it is so I can know it too. But more importantly, know how they know it. 
that's the issue right there. The issue is not the conclusions one comes to. It's how people form knowledge. If we can clean up the way we come to knowledge, then a natural consequence of that is we will hold more true beliefs and fewer false beliefs particularly the latter. Mm. Very well, Steve? Adam, look, I'm just hugely excited by Peter's tour. It's just going to be awesome. Peter has an approach to theists that is probably the most ideal situation. The difficulty when you attack a person of religious faith or attack their beliefs is that they become more and more defensive and more, not necessarily outwardly aggressive, but but certainly internally more aggressive towards your view and you win nothing but by asking questions and challenging people to think about what they believe that can be a very very strong and powerful uh, means of deconverting people from religion so really i I see a few ways of talking to the religious and, and, and one is showing them the scientific method which richard dawkins is excellent at next is the psychological uh, method which to a degree Peter is using. The next is the philosophical. And then, of course, there's the logical. And, and, and we ask people of faith to look at their material and come to grips and, and come to terms with the fact that there are inconsistencies and contradictions in their beliefs. So Peter's view and, and method is one of four methods that one can indulge in. And I think it's very, very important. Very well, gentlemen. I look forward to doing some damage with you down under. Excellent. I can't wait. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much. Here's a tweet by Chris Krzmenski. I am religion, and I want my strangeness to seem otherworldly, not insane. My morality to be black and white, not technicolor. Follow Chris at C.E.K. Books and grab his latest work, All These Quiet Places, a collaboration with Jen August about domestic violence on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Herd mentalists, hear me! I've just had time to sneak a quick one out and I know it's shorter than usual, so I think it's only fair that half of the money from this episode goes to Kiva.org. So this episode will be helping the following women, Lucia, Beatriz and Daisy in El Salvador, as well as Bibi, Saroya, Matulba, and Sohib Jamal in Tajikistan. Now, there's a shortage of loans for education at the moment, so instead this is being directed to commerce. All of this is made possible by supporting the show at patreon.com slash herdmentality. Thank you so much to all existing supporters, as well as some shiny new herd mentalists, Philip, Orktor, Craig, Jim, and Emily, and Emily... Thank you very much for the lovely message. A special belated thank you to Frankie and Barbara for sending through PayPal donations via the website, as well as your kind messages. They made me smile. Now, I'm flying out for a holiday to France in less than 24 hours, so I appreciate your understanding once again for the shorter episode. Share the show on social media, write a review on Stitcher and iTunes, vaccinate your kids, and most importantly, enjoy your break from me. Au revoir.